Welcome to Real Estate Real World, where we talk to the movers, shakers, and leaders that are getting it done right now in the real estate industry and beyond. Your host is Marguerite Crispillo, and she started this podcast simply to talk to cool people about what's really happening in this crazy roller coaster ride of real estate. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and stay up to date on the newest stuff by adding yourself to the list at www.realestaterealworld.com. Now your host, Marguerite Crispillo. Hello, everybody. This is Marguerite Crispillo, and welcome to Real Estate Real World, where we get to talk to all the cool people, not just in real estate, but literally I love finding inspiring and exciting entrepreneurial women as well who have something to share with the world. And today we have a special guest who is exactly that, Rebecca. Okay, how do I, I didn't ask you how to say your last name. It's Redis. Kind of rhymes with geese. good. I'm glad you clarified that because I was uh, struggling here for a second and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> but nobody ever says my name nobody. right either, so it's all good. Uh, yeah, okay. So you totally, <laughs> I totally get, it. get it. And my name has 19 letters in it, you know, so it's a lot to try to, uh, a lot to try to get. So, but thank you so much for being here today. Let me read your bio here briefly. It says, a Los Angeles native with over 18 years of marketing experience, Rebecca is an award winning content marketer whose entrepreneurial roots, instincts, and unstoppable energy create a powerful force <clears throat> for strategic business growth. As the chief marketing officer of Post Planner, Rebecca is responsible for establishing an insight-driven culture and setting a baseline for marketing's strategic impact on business. She evangelizes and develops integrated data-focused initiatives, including comprehensive digital marketing growth and communication strategies. Rebecca has been blogging, which we're going to talk about today, since 2004 on one of the top social media blogs, RebeccaRadice.com, voted a 2016 and 2015 top 10 social media blogs by Social Media Examiner. Congratulations. Thank you As a keynote much. speaker and recognized <laughs> leader, Rebecca has been featured on CBS Los Angeles, North Atlantic Treaty Organization Conference, HubSpot, Social Media Examiner, Maximize Social Business, Social Media Today, Stream Feed, 12 Most, and All Top, and was listed as one of the top 10 social media and content marketers of 2016 by Ann Onolitica. With yeah. her, yeah, I know. Let's see. With her early days spent on morning radio, Rebecca has honed her skills at engaging and reaching an audience. So, we also have your website information and stuff, which we will link everyone to in our um, in our show notes today. So, welcome, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thanks for you having bet. me. It's a pouring down, rainy, miserable day here in Northern California, and you said it's the same where you're at, right? Are you in LA today? I am. And, you know, my mom is uh, up in the San Francisco in the Bay Area as well. And she was just writing me, telling me trees are down and it's just a crazy storm. It's been, it's been a wild ride for us. And we're pretty close to the Orville dams, which have been having this big threat. Oh, yeah, we're are. about 45 minutes away. So we likely would not be impacted by the flood other than there would be people all over the place, which, you know, we'd be there right. to help, you know, with, of course, but yeah, well, welcome. So I love the subject of blogging because I think that there's so much, um, confusion around it, I guess is the better word. It's like, do you blog? Do you not blog? What, if you do blog, what do you talk about? I don't know. You know, <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in, in blogging. 
Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> uh, I, for me, writing has always been my passion. Uh, so when blogging, which of course it, we didn't even call it that way back then, um, it was just kind of online journaling. Uh, when that really started to develop, I thought, oh, well, this could be fun just on a, a personal level to start to take all of my writings out of my paper journals and move them online. And so that's exactly what I started doing. And so what you didn't touch on um, in that long bio was uh, in, that I was in real estate and a mortgage industry after my years uh, in radio. I actually uh, bought a um, mortgage oh, company. Wow. Um, and yeah, so over a 10-year period, I, uh, I grew that from, I had one employee when I first started. We had 100 when we uh, sold oh, the business. Yeah, so it was a really exciting ride, but you know exactly what happened uh, in the in the industry around what about two thousand seven market crash. Uh, yes, I, yes, and I found myself uh, looking for a new adventure. I was really burnt out at that point, um, and my you know as I said, my focus had really been communications and marketing for the majority of my career. Uh, and I, uh, I I was eager to move outside of that. But during that time, I had really established my blog. I got really busy in the active rain oh, community. Yeah, yeah and, and, and building relationships over there that are, you know, lifelong relationships at this point. Um, so blogging has just really been a part of my life, uh, no matter what my focus, no matter, uh, you know, what industry or niche I, I was in, um, I've allowed it to evolve with me and with my business. And it's been just a whole lot of fun. Um, you know, like I said, it's changed so dramatically over the years uh, in the tools that we use and how we're creating that content and the types of content that we're creating. But I think one thing has never changed, uh, which is our ability to connect with the exact right people through our blogs. And I definitely saw that as my opportunity early on. Um, and so my content, maybe my focus has shifted a bit. I was writing a lot uh, for uh, the real estate industry for many, many years and um, you know, have, have moved now within my business. I'm more tech focused uh, with a startup, uh, as you mentioned, Post Planner, which is a social media application that helps anybody, any industry uh, really wrangle their social media. Um, and uh, it really put science behind their posting strategies, so helping you find scientifically proven content to post across social media. So again, you know, my focus has shifted a little bit, but my blogging has never changed. It's always been with that, that vision or that goal in mind um, that I could define my target market and then create that content that would connect with them. So that's great insight. You know, it's so funny because I remember Active Rain so much too, which it's still around. Um, but it, it almost in the beginning, it kind of felt like a beginner's blog, right? Like for people to get their it feet did. wet and kind of play around with it. And yep. I have been on Active Rain since I want to say like 2008 and, and have, you know, yep. written quite a few articles and 
written posts and stuff like that on there. And then, you know, I kind of go through phases. I write for a while and, and I don't write anything for a long time. And then I go back, oh, I really should write something, right? And I go back in and, and I write again. Um, but it, it's definitely kind of a little place to, like an entry-level blogging kind of. Now it's owned by Ben yeah. Kinney Companies and stuff like that. So it's been sold. And it's, a, to, it's not quite the same like it used to be, but still cool. Yeah, but it was, it was, it almost felt like an intimate little family, Very much didn't so. it, at the beginning? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's why I say, you know, I built so many great relationships um, that have sustained over the years, because I think we were just all learning and growing and trying to figure it out. Do you out know together. Brad Anderson? Uh, yeah, so yeah. Brad um, has yep. become a friend of mine recently. Um, we're part of the same real estate company now, and he, he's actually a really great guy. Um, he came up here to Sacramento a couple months back, and we did a class and a workshop together. Really great guy. Small it world, is a really small world. <laughs> well, so tell me more about Post Planner, because this intrigues me a little bit. I know that one of my challenges, and we talked about it a little bit before uh, we went on air, is you know, it's always that, like, what the heck do I write about? I, you know, I get stumped. And so sometimes I end up just not doing anything or I just get overwhelmed with all of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And believe me, I hear that every single day. I think that's probably one of the biggest challenge challenges behind engagement, you know, and the two go hand in hand. Uh, so that's really what Post Planner is built for. It's to take the pressure off of you from having to go out there and find a ton of content and then somehow find the time to get it into a system and just stay consistent in your social media posting. Um, so Post Planner has an algorithm that goes out and it looks at uh, any content across the web. So it could be an RSS feed, so a blog feed, it could be a Facebook page, it could be uh, a Twitter profile, and it analyzes all of that content that's been shared. And what it's looking at is uh, the virality. So how popular has that content been? So I'll give you an example. Since I've been a blogger uh, for so many years, I have a lot of blogger friends that I keep up with. I love their content. I share their content on a consistent basis. Uh, they're writing about things that my audience is interested in. So I'm able to take all of their blogs, their RSS feeds, and pull them into Post Planner, and then I can categorize them so I can actually create folders to manage all of this content. Um, and so let's just say I have social media bloggers that I love to keep up with, and I could put all of their blogs uh, into one folder, and then every day or every week or however often I wanna go in, I could look at uh, all of their content and it's going to be sorted by the popularity. So how popular was uh, one person's blog post in comparison to the next person? So it makes it very easy for me to, A, kind of use it like a Feedly where I can go through all of my favorite content, but then also I can just click share and boom, just drop that right into uh, the composer and into my queue and then get it queued up to go out to Facebook, out to Twitter. So I don't have to think so hard about who is it I wanna keep up with, what content do I wanna be sharing? 
I do all of that work on the front end, have everybody in their, you know, right place, and then just go in and share that content. And you can schedule it. So like you can go and have stuff yep. scheduled out. Like, because that you, you hit on a, a key word a little bit the back there when you said consistency, like consistency mm. is such a key component of posting, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it, just like in anything, if you're not consistent, people forget about you. You fall off their radar. Um, and in real estate, it's so incredibly important that you're staying in front of your local community, that they know how you help. They know who you serve. They know uh, exactly how to get in touch with you if they need to. And social media can really help you elevate that awareness around what you do without having to feel spammy or without feeling like you're promotional all the time, but just answering, you know, maybe there are frequently asked questions. So those, those little things that go a long way to staying consistently in front of your audience and then driving them back to your website or back to your blog content, or in your case, to your podcast. Uh, so you're becoming that relevant resource while you're doing it. And so I think one of the questions too, is it, well, let me ask it this way. Which have you had one particular post that stands out as having been your most popular post or one that maybe went viral, so to speak, right? It's kind of the buzzword these days. Uh, you know, just about everything I write around uh, strategy is one of my most popular. Um, it's also around visual marketing right now. That is such a, a, a big buzzword. Um, and then also anything around um, small business, creating uh, either a small business blog or creating your small business strategy. Uh, so there's there's several different topics, but strategy is definitely always at the top of the list. I think that's a big stumper, you know, for a lot of people is where do I even begin? And then how do I stay consistent? How do you build something that is sustainable, but not overwhelming. So the, the one that interests me is visual marketing, because I think that agents, the real estate industry as a whole seems to be a little bit behind the curve, right? Like we seem to figure things out long after everybody else does. I'm not sure why, but, um, but visual marketing is becoming so prominent right now with video, Facebook live, YouTube. Um, is that what you consider visual marketing or to give me your definition? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So visual marketing can be uh, the social networks, but it's also the type of content. So it could be Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Uh, but then it's also those type of visuals that you're sharing, everything from uh, infographics to just graphics or uh, video, GIFs, so many different ways we're incorporating uh, visual marketing into our business these days. And I think that's the fun of it, too. Uh, it has evolved dramatically oh, yeah. over the last several years. And you guys, my goodness, I mean, in the real estate industry, you have so many different ways uh, that you can use visual marketing um, to attract people uh, to your listings, you know, using video um, to really showcase those homes. So, yeah, just so many different opportunities. So here's the funny thing about video is that I always get so self-conscious, right? And I think that most people do the same, like, you know, camera ready or, you know, you feel like 
I, I don't know. I, I know I always get really self-conscious a lot of times on video and I just try to get over it. But, uh, and then somebody said to me, they go, well, you know, everybody sees you exactly as you are right now <laughs> when you're live and in person. So what's the difference whether there's a camera in front of you or not? But there is a difference, isn't there? Oh, yeah. And I, I don't think there's a, a person out there that doesn't feel that way where, especially as, you know, social video and live video has so rapidly evolved, um, you do feel self-conscious uh, and like, you know, everybody's looking at me. And uh, I think especially as yeah. women, um, I always tease my male friends that, you know, they can just roll out of bed Completely. and hop on video. Yeah, there yeah. they go. You know, they're they're the same you see uh, from the moment they wake up to the time they go to bed. Whereas we <laughs> worry a little bit more about makeup and hair and all that crazy stuff. Yeah. So there is the time component too that you have to consider uh, in how much time it takes to get ready and to prepare. Um, and and I, I, you know, for me, I, I think people are wanting that authentic connection. So less is more in this situation. It's, uh, you know, don't put all of these hurdles in front of you thinking it's got to be perfect. I've got to know how to edit. I've got to have the exact right tools. Yeah. You just need to hop on and talk about what you know share, you know, all of those things that you've learned over the years, all of that knowledge that you've gained. And uh, I think when you think about it from those terms, that it really can be that simple, uh, you can just turn on the camera and talk. So the other day I got contacted by a friend of mine, Celeste, who started doing this, um, like karaoke in the car, you know, <laughs> type thing. Oh, kind of yeah. like, uh, I can't I think of that. who's that movie star yes James. yes yeah and so she uh -huh. she's doing this thing where she takes about 10 minutes and she talks something about real estate hers her show is targeted towards the consumer and so she's interviewing other you know top agents and brokers and stuff in the area and asking these questions and then at the end we all sing a song and it was hilarious but i was cracking up because it took us like three or four takes because we kept having you know tech issues and 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 all this different stuff and then you know we all got self-conscious but it ended up being hilarious and fun and i thought why don't we do more of that you know but we're so self-conscious of how we look and what we're going to say and how we appear and all that that we have a tendency to to not do that stuff in the moment yeah, there's definitely that tendency to shy away from it. Um, and, you know, we're all already seeing an inundation of videos that um, quite frankly shouldn't be made. Right. Uh, you know, people are talking about what they ate. We're back to that, yeah. you know, on social yeah. media. <laughs> so you do have to be prepared. Um, but I, I think my point is you don't have to be overly self-conscious or overly prepared. First of all, you don't want to sound scripted. You don't want to sound as if you spent uh, an hour uh, just pouring over your words. Um, but you do want people to uh, know that you know your stuff. Um, and you want to quickly get to your point because that's the other challenge too is you know, our, our, our attention span has so dwindled over the years that you need to be ready. You need to be prepared in that sense to uh, get straight to the point, tell people what to expect, uh, let people know what those key takeaways are going to be. For me, it's very similar 
to writing a blog post. You know, you do that outline and you're thinking to yourself, what are uh, those, the objective, uh, the core objective of my blog post? What do I really want people to learn once they're done reading this? And you need to think along those same lines with your video. And um, for me, it's three points. It's always three points. Once you go over three points in a video, you've lost people. Um, the brain just can't retain that much. Uh, and so you want to keep it short. You want to keep it sweet. Um, and you want to really stick to your topic. And that's the other problem I see a lot of people run into is they're not pre prepared enough. They haven't really thought through what their topic is. So they go down those little rabbit trails Completely. and unfortunately, yes, before you know it, they're talking about something that had nothing to do with the topic and now you've lost your, your audience as well. So a really simple way to do this, I use whiteboards. So I, I love the dollar store. Oh, I know go to the dollar it. store. And yes, and they have those just little little whiteboards um, that I'll put my three points on. You can use it as a visual within your video too. So it's kind of a cool little prop. Um, but, uh, it's just an easy way for you to write out, you know, my number one takeaway, my number two, my number three, uh, so that you keep yourself on track. Uh, because if, if, you know, if you've tried to look at notes, if you've tried to use maybe just an easy little teleprompter, you know, that those can be uh, distracting. Completely. And when it comes to, yeah, live video, it can be hard to keep up with that. So keep it simple. Um, I go very low tech in this situation. Um, and then, like I said, it can become kind of a cool prop, which works really well uh, in, in those live videos, too. You know, and so what I find myself doing, and I'm sure that other people go through the same experience, is I, and I, don't, I don't know why, because I, I get nervous, right? And then what I realize is that I forget to breathe, number one. <laughs> and yeah. I start rambling, right? So I start just rambling and like saying all kinds of stuff. And then I like lose track of my topic and my train of thought. Exactly. I'm like, oh, and then I want to pull the whole video down. <laughs> so. Yep. Yeah, and those are so common. Um, you know, you get nervous and you want to fill in the gaps. So in radio, I did morning radio for the the first decade of my life, my business career, and you know we call that dead air. Yeah. Uh, and dead air panics everybody Completely. where it's like, oh, my God, I have to say something. I have to fill in. You know, somebody should be saying something <laughs> right now. And so your brain starts screaming at you and all of a sudden you just start rambling <laughs> about nothing. And it happens to all oh, of yeah. us. And that's where I think if, if you just prepare yourself with those three main points uh, and think through, okay, so in that first point, uh, what do I really want to get across? Um, and so I'll just, I'll, I'll clear my head and think that through. And uh, whiteboards are my favorite creativity tool. Uh, and so I'll even just write out, you know, here's, here's that first idea, here's that second idea, third idea. And, and just again, super simple one, you know, one line that will just spark that thought in your head. Um, and that a lot of times can keep you from rambling. Um, another thing too is to know your time. So being in radio, I have a built-in timer. 
I can do 30 seconds, I can do 60 seconds like clockwork. Uh, most people, <laughs> it's not that simple. So it's good to have a clock, maybe right there in front of you. Know when you start, know that you wanna go three minutes or maybe you wanna go five minutes uh, and just keep your eye on that clock so that you're, you're not going too long. You, you don't give yourself that chance to uh, ramble on one point for too long because if you're looking at that clock, you'll see, ooh, I've only got two minutes yeah. left and then I gotta get out of here. Um, and then the other really important part about that rambling is knowing your wrap up. So what do you want to leave them with and how are you going to get in or how are you going to get out? So I always say, get in, get on, get out. So get on with what you want to talk about and then boom, get out. Uh, because that's another area I see a lot of people tend to ramble where they're like, well, so yeah, that was point one and then that was point two and that was point three. And hmm, is there anything else I wanted to leave you with? And yet you find yourself kind of going back over everything and forgetting what, you know, what is it that I want to leave you with and where do I want to drive you? So be very clear, be very bold in your call to action. You know, do you want them to like, do you want them to comment? Do you want them to click through over to your website? Do you want them to sign up for something? Know what your call to action is before you go in um, and, and then just get out very quickly. You don't, you don't have to uh, spend a whole lot of time getting your point across. So that, it's so funny that you say that because a lot of times when I'm doing something, I always feel like I'm running out of time. And so I scramble at the end, right? And I don't always, because I don't always get my point across. And so I love your three points here and really getting those points across and making sure that you have some sort of a wrap up done. I think for most of us, what it comes down to is really just not planning very well, not sitting down and taking that time to think it through what you want to say, how you want to say it. And like you said, how to get your point across. Yeah, I, I think it really does come down to that preparation. Um, and let's face it, uh, if you've been in the industry for a while, you know, a couple of years, you know uh, what those frequently asked questions are that your your clients are asking. And, and so you have to assume that if one person wants to know the answer to that 10, 20 50 other people are going to benefit from your answer. So I think it's um, it's easy as just brainstorming, brainstorming what those frequently asked questions are. Uh, think about your top 10 and then sit down and write those down. All of those yeah, all of those become your videos. So now you can optimize around those for your local SEO. Um, you could create a Facebook Live, you could then, uh, or you could record that video where now you could upload it to YouTube, you could tweet that out, you could upload that um, natively to Facebook. So there's so many different ways that you can use video. And I think the key just is uh, sticking to what you know and what you do best. Don't think that you need to be everything to everybody. You just need to share what you know because it's going to connect connect with the exact right people. And so when you sit down and start to think through answers to those frequently asked questions, then your topics become very clear. 
Uh, and then, like I said, that next step is just very light scripting, um, you know, outlining your key points, knowing that you're uh, offering something of value to your audience, being very clear in that call to action. Uh, and then to your point about being nervous on camera, do a little bit of practicing. So when I first started, I would get in front of the mirror and I would watch myself, you know, how do I say things? I, I use my hands a Me too. lot. I'm married to an Italian. I don't know if that I am Italian, so I get it. <laughs> That's, funny. That's so funny. And, and so I thought, you know, do I make funny faces? Do I use my hands too much? So just watch yourself um, and get comfortable with it. Being in radio, I have no problem listening to my voice, but I completely understand that most people don't feel that way. Um, so record yourself, listen back to that recording. You know, most of us have a smartphone. You can easily record your your audio at this point. Um, so get comfortable with uh, uh, just practicing some of that, not too much, but just pay attention to your mannerisms, to how much you're smiling. That's another big part. Just, you know when you're smiling, people feel it. They hear it uh, through, through your audio, but they're also going to see it through your videos. So make sure that it's very authentic. It doesn't feel like you just... Uh, it, you know, stamped on that smile and you can't break that smile. Um, and when you practice in front of a mirror, you'll really get a good sense of that. Uh, if it's coming across authentically or if it feels uh, a little forced. So I think those are the most important things. And then, you know, don't get lost in the equipment and the tools. Uh, like I said, we've all got smartphones and for the most part, it's the best camera you've got. So you said something uh, while you were talking about how to post that different content. And I think kind of the buzzword that's used now is repurposing content, right? Mm -hmm. Where you can take the same content and reuse it over and over again. So you can take, for example, your top 10 questions, which I love that, that the consumer is typically going to ask through the real estate process might be a perfect example. And so you can take those and do Facebook lives with them. You can do, you know, a, a separate video with it. You can do a PowerPoint presentation or post it on Instagram or, or Pinterest or Twitter or any of that stuff. Now you can repurpose that stuff and that helps out a lot, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you made several good points within that. So first of all, um, as you're thinking about these frequently asked questions, you want to pair that. I, I just touched on SEO, but obviously it's a, a very important point um, for you on a local basis to think about what is the intent of your audience as they're searching for you online? So let's say they go to Google and they're asking uh, questions that's going to bring them ultimately to you. You want to be uh, the resource that they find. So it could be, how do I buy a home in Los Angeles? How do I know what I can afford to buy in Los Angeles? So think about what those, what the actual intent of your audience is, and then from a local level, what is it that they're going to be searching for? Because as you create this content, those become your titles. 
Uh, those also become content within uh, your, your videos because you're not only speaking to your audience, but you're speaking to Google as well, those search engines. So you want to add that in in an authentic, natural way uh, that's going to let Google know, hey, this is exactly uh, what, what Rebecca is talking about and her audience is out there searching for it. So we're going to move her you know, in the rankings within that Google search because we know that she's relevant uh, to an audience within that particular uh, local area and based off of those keywords. So you want to you want to think about it from both perspectives. Um, you know, obviously creating that content with your audience in mind, but also knowing exactly what they're out there searching for, so that you're creating the right content. And then, as you're starting to create that content, uh, you're giving it that title. Then you are you're repurposing that everywhere. So you can upload that to YouTube and then you can share uh, that uh, YouTube link over, you could tweet it out. Um, you could, uh, you know, we're using video on Instagram now. We've got Snapchat. Uh, you know, just about everybody is so using Facebook video, <laughs> yes, or Facebook Live. Um, so there's just so many different ways that you can repurpose this content. You can embed that uh, into your blog posts, which I would highly, highly recommend. So don't just create your video um, that you're going to force people to search for, maybe over on YouTube, but take that video and write a short blog post around it. Uh, so optimize that everywhere you possibly can. So on your blog, if you're writing content over on Medium or over on Active Rain, embed that video and then tweet that out. And don't just post it once. Uh, if you're Posting and tweeting, um, it's a great way for you then to take maybe those three key points you had within your video and tweet those out separately. Um, so there's so many different ways to not just repurpose that one piece of content, but repurpose all of the content within that one piece of content. And you can change headline, right? Like headline is the most, just about the most important thing, it seems. Because if they're not gonna, yes. if they're not gonna see the headline, they're not gonna listen, re read your post or listen to your video. That's right. Yeah, that is your opportunity to really grab their attention. And so, yes, you want to create that click-worthy type of headline that's going to grab their attention, that's going to uh, drive them to want to click, to want to share that with their audience as well. And then you want to have that great content on the inside uh, that mirrors what that headline is. You know, back in the early days of of uh, blogging and creating content on social media, we had all of that clickbait that we've been working so hard to get rid of where you, know, you had a headline that did not match uh, the content within. So you really want to be careful that uh, you are aligning your headline with that content. So as people are clicking through, they're going, oh, wow, this is exactly what I was looking for. And then you're creating that scenario where 
then they want to learn more about you. So maybe they're clicking through to your next video or they're going to your next blog post or they click over to Facebook because they want to learn a little bit more about your business and uh, exactly who you work with, who you help. Um, so it is, it's important on so many different levels. So as we wrap up today, I'm curious what your thoughts are on where the future is going, right? With marketing. Like, I feel like people are getting so bombarded that how do you, how do you stand out? How do you get through? You know, I, it's interesting to me that I think we've, we're coming full circle where we transitioned out of traditional marketing uh, and in the real estate business, you know, that was just one-to-one. -one. Uh, it was door knocking and getting face-to-face -face right. -face with people. Um, and then we moved everything online and everything was social and blogging and content marketing. Uh, and that's still going to play a huge role, but we're moving back to, and this I personally love, to relationship marketing, back to Absolutely. the days of, yeah, just getting to know your audience and getting to know the, the people that are reading your blogs and the people that are uh, viewing your videos. Um, and that's where getting to the real intent of who your audience is uh, really comes into play with creating all of that content. And so, you know, it's it's um, back to, I, I wrote so many years ago about relationship and attraction marketing and how when you build relationships based off of uh, attracting the exact right people with valuable content, you have a win-win scenario within your business because now all of a sudden you're not just growing a following for the sake of growing a following, you're doing it in a, a very targeted and strategic way. So I'm excited to see that we're, I think we, we've made a big push back that direction. And it's so valuable too because I think one of the major mistakes that I see a lot of uh, marketers or real estate agents people make is they try to be everything to everybody. And, you know, you just can't be. I mean, you, especially when it comes to marketing, you got to really hone in on who that target is, like who is your audience, because that's, I mean, you I think they're afraid that if they focus on this audience that, well, but then I might lose business over here. And, and you end up ultimately losing it all because you, nobody really knows what you're talking about. That is exactly right. You know, if you have not really gotten to know your target audience um, and if you're speaking to everybody, well, then you're reaching no one um, and you've missed a huge opportunity. And I know we talked a lot about, you know, the riches being in the yes. niches for so many years in, in real estate, but it really is true when you niche down and you truly understand the struggle of your customer, you truly understand you know, what's going on in their head, what is, uh, what's driving them to uh, make a move up or to downsize or to move across the country and what's the fear that's wrapped up in that decision and how can I seek to really be the, the refuge yeah. in that storm of emotion? Um, I think that's where the true opportunity really lies. Oh, absolutely. Well, this has been, we could talk for hours. This has been a really fascinating conversation and thank you so much for, for being here today.
we will be oh sure God. to post in the show notes how to get a hold of Rebecca. And she's got some great information on Post Planner that we'll be posting as well, too. So thank you. Any last words from you, Rebecca? Oh, just thank you so much for having me here. It was my pleasure. And uh, I'm with you. I could talk about this all day yeah. long. And especially with the rain, feels like a, a rainy day <laughs> and a good day to just sit and chat. Exactly. Get a good old <laughs> cup of coffee and we're all good. Uh-huh. Well, thank you again for being with us today. And thank you out there in the world for listening to our show on Real Estate Real World. Head on over to realestaterealworld.com where you can post comments and give us your input and ideas and be sure to share with all of your social media and when you got a quick minute write us a great review it helps us get better rankings so that we can attract more people thank you so much for joining us today on real estate real world and go out there and make it a great day thank you for joining us today on real estate real world where we talk with masters and leaders in real estate and beyond on how we can raise the bar in our industry please subscribe over on itunes and while you're there, be sure to give us a review. Your reviews encourage us and help others find our podcast. For show notes and hot topics on what's going on right now in our real estate industry, hop on over to www.realestaterealworld.com and add your name to our email. Thanks again for listening. And go out there. Be a part of the elite masterclass in raising the bar on the real estate industry.